Chagiga, Daf Yud Aleph Amad Aleph, Shun number two. We are 49 lines from the bottom where the Gemara quotes the Mishnah saying Tairis. The Mishnah told us that Tairis, the laws of purity, purification, are, they have real um, support in the Torah. But the Gemara makes the inference, like it did up above, that while it has real support, it's only a slight support. Says the Gemara, Michtav Ksivan. How can you tell me that the laws of purification only have a small support in the Torah? They're written explicitly. Says the Gemara, No, we need the statement of Chazal referring to the slight scriptural reference of, uh, of the laws of purification with regards to the amount of water that's, na- that's needed in a mikvah. The siva, because it's not written in the Torah anywhere. To Sanya, as it says in Abrais, of Arochatz Bamaim, that the person, the impure person, has to wash his body in water. And we understand from that, Bamei Mikvah, that it has to be water of a mikvah, a naturally gathered water source. Then it says, Es Kol he has to wet or wash his entire body. And we learn from that that Maim Shekogufa Oilabehen that the amount of water needed in a mikvah is the amount of water that, is, that allows a person to completely submerge his entire body in that, um, in that mikvah. For Kamahain, how much is that? So it says, Amma al Amma Baraim Sholish Amos. An Amma by an Amma with the height of three Ammas. For Shiuru Chachamim, and the Chachamim evaluated that amount, that may mikvah, that the amount of water that's needed in a kosher mikvah is arboim sa'ah, is 40 sa'ah. And since that is nowhere, it's, not a, it, it's, it's hinted to in the Torah, but it's not explicitly written in the Torah, that's why Chazal told us in the Mishnah that it has real scriptural support, just it's not explicit in the Torah. So, tumois, the laws of impurity, um, also in the Mishnah, um, we were told that it had real support in the Torah, but apparently, like the Gemara is going to infer, only a slight, uh, only a slight hinting in the Torah. So says the Gemara, Mechtav Ksivan. How can you tell me there's only a hint to it? The laws of impurity are written explicitly, numerous times. Says the Gemara, No, we need this um, statement of the Mishnah telling us that there's only a small hint, a remez, to this, uh, the laws of impurity, in the Torah, in reference to the law of the lentil-sized piece of a sheretz, the sheretz being one of the um, impure crawling creatures, and the adasha is the lentil size, meaning even if you only have a lentil-sized piece of that creature, it'll still transmit tumah. Dalek siva, that law is written nowhere in the Torah. Desanya, as it says, We'll derive it from psukim in the Torah, but it's not explicit. It's not explicit in the Torah. The Sani, as the Brisa says, bohem. It says with them you become impure with them. Yochel, you might have thought bekulan that in order to um, contract tumor from this creature, you have to have touched the entire creature. Talmud Loimar, That's why the pasuk then goes on to say mehem from them, meaning it doesn't have to be the whole animal. It can even be a small piece of the animal. Says the Gemara, Yochel b'miktsos, and you might have thought that that's only, that you'll be contaminated even if it's the tiniest amount of that, uh, that creature. Talmud Lema, Bohem. That's why the first Pasuk said, Bohem, with them. So it's with them, from them, with, with them seems to imply that you need to touch the whole animal. Mehem, from them, implies that you can touch even the smallest amount of the animal. So we have to say that it's somewhere in between. Ha, Kate said, how can it be? How do we resolve the contradiction between the two verses? 
says the Gemara, the, the Brisa, Ad shahu until you touch a small piece of this creature, which is like the whole creature itself. What does that mean? So the Chachamim evaluated that that would be a lentil-sized piece of the creature. That would be enough to transmit Tumah. No less than that. How do we know? How did they know this? Because the Choymet, which is one of the types of impure creatures, the smallest, at the, begin, right, at the beginning of its life, it starts off being only the size of a lentil. So therefore, it is a small piece. So if you had, let's say, a lizard, and you had a lentil-sized piece of the lizard, that would be enough to transmit tumor because it comes from one of the non-kosher or, or impure creatures, and it has the size of the smallest whole impure creature. Rabbi Yosef or Rabbi Yehuda Oimer, Rabbi Yosef or Rabbi Yehuda says different answer. He says, Kazan of Halata. He says like the size, presumably also a lentil size, but the size of the tail of a lizard. So the tail of a small lizard might be a lentil size, and the reason why he understands it to be talking about this is because once the tail of a lizard is disconnected, it still moves about like it's alive. So therefore, it's as if it's a living creature, and yet it's only a lentil size. So that's where he learns out the minimum size for um, impurity of these creatures. Then the Mishnah told us that Arias, the forbidden relations, are also very, very loosely hinted to. They're supported by psukim, but very loosely, very slightly. Says the Gemara, Michtav Ksivan, there are explicit psukim in the Torah dealing with the forbidden relations. Says the Gemara, Lernitzucha, no, we needed the statement of Chazal referring to a halacha in Arias, in forbidden relations, which is only very, very slightly hinted to by the Torah. Which case is that? Lebitoi me anusosoi. If a person has, um, in this case, there, there's a, a woman who was raped and she has a daughter from that union. Um, the, the person, the, the, the rapist, he would be forbidden to have relations with that child, the product of that union, and he will be burnt if he, uh, he is srefa. The punishment is srefa if he has relations with that, person, with that girl. It's not written anywhere in the Torah, that specific forbidden relation. To Amar Rava, because Rava tells us, Amali Rebbe Yitzchak Bar Avdimi, Rebbe Yitzchak Bar Avdimi told me that Asya Heina Heina, Asya Zima Zima. So we need to understand that the Torah does make reference to the uh, to uh, for a man to be forbidden from having relations with his wife's daughter or granddaughter, and through the linking of the words Heina. Heina and Zima Zima, we also learn out that not only is a person's illegitimate granddaughter forbidden to him, but also his illegitimate daughter. So in this case, for example, when a, when a person rapes a woman and they, she gives birth to a daughter from that union, the, the, the father of that daughter is forbidden to be with that daughter and he'll be punished the same punishment as he would elsewhere, which would be Srefa. And that is only a slight hint, it's only slightly hinted to, and that's why Chazal referred to it as having real scriptural support, but again, only support. Hein hein gufei Torah, the Mishnah said, these are the fundamental main bodies of Torah. Says the Gemara, honey in, honach loy, what, only these latter cases, but the first one's not? 
Ela rather you have to say Hain Vahain Gufaitara. These ones and those ones are the main fundamental bodies of Torah. So just to summarize, we mentioned that the laws of Tahara, there's a certain detail in Tahara, which is only very, very loosely hinted to in the Torah, and that is the law that a mikveh has to be a Amma by an Amma with the height of three Ammas, which works out to be 40 Sa'ar. We said the same thing about Tumah, that there's an aspect of Tumah, which is only very, very slightly hinted to in the Torah, and that is the minimum size of, the, of a Sheretz that can transmit transmit Tumah. It just has to be a piece of a Sheretz, which is the size of Adasha. The reason being, because either the Choy, the, because the Choytim is, um, is that size when it starts its life, or because the size of the, the tail of a lizard is still apparently alive, even after it's been disconnected. And both of those are the size of a lentil, um, size of a lentil. Um, finally, we mentioned that there's a specific forbidden relation which is not directly mentioned in the Torah. It's hinted to through Gezerah Shavas of Heina Heina and Zima Zima. That is the, for, the prohibition of a man having relations with his illegitimate daughter. Um, and that will carry the death penalty of Srefa. And finally, we said the Mishnah mentioned that these are the main body of Torah. This is in reference to all of the laws mentioned in the Mishnah. Um, even though they might have very, very slight and only hinted to in the Torah, slight scriptural reference, nevertheless, this is the main fundamental aspect of Torah. And these, all of these laws mentioned in the Mishnah are no less binding than all other laws of the Torah. Hadron Allah HaKol Chayovin.